0: I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who has been an accident. 3C! Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at 6 to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon at RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Matt Hicks with the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. The Ranger Report, yeah. school listen to the ranger report oh, here we go this is the ranger report podcast news insights predictions interviews and information about the texas rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at B Dieter seventy five. You can find us on Twitter at The Ranger Report or on Facebook or Instagram. Look for the Ranger Report and also at TheRangerReport.com. You can find CJ at CJB underscore RR on Twitter. He has the day off. He's feeling a little under the weather, so we're recording a podcast with just me. Like the old days. You guys haven't heard a podcast in a while that's been just me, so uh Hopefully it's not dreadful. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. So thank you for listening. We always thank you for tuning in to the Ranger Report Podcast. We are your source for Rangers news, both major and minor league. And we appreciate you giving us a listen uh, every single week that you do. So thank you all very much. And don't forget, we have a Patreon. There are bonus podcasts. You get free merch. You get uh, access to our Discord server. All kind of cool stuff if you become a patron. And as little as $3 a month month gets you access to a whole lot of stuff so you need to go check that out patreon.com slash the ranger report we also have a buy me a coffee where you can just donate some cash if you'd like and we'll also send you some stuff if you do that and then of course we have a shop at the ranger speaking of the stuff we would send you you can always go to the ranger slash shop and uh look around and see what we got and um pick yourself something out get yourself something nice get someone you love something nice it's a it's a nice shop we've worked hard on it and hopefully, you will enjoy the things that we have there for you. So, that's all stuff you can get into with the rangerreport.com. Of course, as always, presented by Dallas Sports Nation and brought to you by Walton's Everything But the Meat. Uh, use code Rangers15 for 15% off your first order from Walton's.com. Or if you're a repeat customer, just keep on buying stuff because once you start using their seasonings, you will love them. I promise. I do. I know you will too. And again, like, uh, you know, everyone else that does these things say, and it's true, we don't, we don't advertise for things that we don't believe in, and I use Walton seasoning on just about everything that I make. Let's move on and start some Rangers talk today. I had a question on Twitter about these starters are going less than four innings, and while annoying, and I agree it can be highly annoying to watch all this happen, a lot of guys are being pulled during the fourth inning, you know, three and a third, three and two thirds, you know, even... Three, they're getting pulled out of these games. Why is that happening? Well, the Rangers had a short camp this year. Well, not the Rangers. All of Major League Baseball had a short camp this year. And that short camp makes it difficult for these pitchers to get ramped up and ready for the season. A good example of that is what happened with Clayton Kershaw in L.A., which, by the way, I would have let him go. Just personal opinion. I would have let him go through and finish his uh, his no hitter he had going into the eighth inning. But they decided to pull him after 80 pitches. And from what I understand, it was his choice to be pulled after 80 pitches. They asked him how he felt, and he said he didn't want to go much more than 80. So these guys know their own bodies. But I would have encouraged him if I was his manager to go on. There aren't very many perfect games in all of Major League Baseball. Clayton had a perfect game going on. I probably would have let him finish that perfect game personally. But, you know, I'm also not a Major League manager, and I don't dive deep into analytics and see how all that works. So... Maybe, you know, they they probably know more about it than I do, to be honest with you. I'm not the uh, I'm not the smartest guy in the world when it comes to that. I haven't done all the research, but I, I just I was surprised by that. But anyway, that being said, this is the part of camp where dead arm usually sets in, where these guys start having a little bit of trouble with their control, a little bit of trouble with what they do, a little bit of trouble getting the ball over and just feeling tired, having that dead arm feeling. And I think that's why you're seeing these guys get pulled out so early in games. I mean, no one in the Rangers starting rotation has made it five innings yet. And that's what you need for a win. So they're just all sitting there pitching three and a third, three and two thirds innings, maybe four. Um, But I don't think anyone's even made it all the way through four innings yet in the first uh, few games of the season. Um, It's been interesting to watch. I'll say that for sure. It's been interesting to see to see this go on. It's been interesting to watch this season. The Rangers starting pitching hasn't looked awful. They haven't been great, but they haven't been awful. Of course, John Gray's blister, that game goes way differently. If John Gray doesn't get that blister on his finger and get pulled out of the game, that game goes incredibly differently than it did uh, all of us that watched that game and, and saw him, his control just completely dive bomb in that last inning. He was just cruising up until that point, And I totally think that that blister changes the outcome of that game. If he doesn't get that blister, I think the Rangers probably win that game in Toronto, but That's a side note. But John Gray should be back uh, later this week or next week against Seattle, I believe is what I understand. He should just basically miss one start. Um, All right. Looking back, let's review the week a little bit. The Rangers, of course, did not do so hot in Toronto. Then they came home and lost two to the Rockies. And then uh, I'm recording this on a Friday. Good Friday, by the way. Happy Easter to everybody out there. Uh, The Rangers smacked Shohei Otani and the Angels around a little bit last night in that game. Kind of fun to watch, right? Um, Jonah Heim, of course, who I wanted to talk about later in the podcast, had a day. We'll talk about that coming up in a little while. He had quite a day, but Rangers pitching again, three and third inning for Dane Dunning. Uh, he had a good amount of strikeouts. He, he looked decent. He had a couple of bad pitches. He had a couple of walks, and they were kind of getting squeezed by the ump a little bit last night. Um, but Dane wound up with a lot of strikeouts. And Rangers pitching has put up a lot of strikeouts so far. But again, as usual, they've walked way too many. And the bullpen has been overall, has been a problem, I would say, but we all kind of knew that coming in and we're waiting on, on guys like Jose LeClerc and Jonathan Hernandez to come back and um, change that bullpen a little bit. And then you, I think you also see guys coming up. I've been very impressed with Brock Burke myself. I thought Brock Burke has done a great job through the first few games. Um, I thought Brock Burke has been everything as advertised. He's been a great pitcher. He's done a good job. He really deserves to be on this team so far. Of course, we're only six games into the season. Um, so I'm not sure yet that we can proclaim anyone giant winners or giant losers at this point, because we're too far into the season are too not far enough into the season. Excuse me. So I think, you know, that could be a problem. So overall though, this team looks good. Hitting is what we expected it to be for the most part. They're mashing the ball all over the ballpark. You know, again, later we'll talk about some of the hitting struggles and some of the hitting non-struggles that are going on with the team through the first six games. But other than that, Uh, This team is playing pretty good baseball. Uh, You know, two and four doesn't really say good baseball, but the bullpen has really been the problem on offense. I think they've been playing uh, pretty good baseball. Let's take a moment to dip down into the minor leagues. You guys probably noticed Round Rock started before everyone else because they'll be playing more games than all the other affiliates. Uh, You know, double A, single A, low A, high A, triple A will be playing a lot more games. So. If you look, we'll start in AAA. Um, Cole Wynn went last night, had through four innings, had four strikeouts. Uh, another great game. Cole is looking great. His ERA is sub 1.5 so far on the season through two starts. Uh, he has been, I mean, he looks comfortable at AAA just like he did at AA last year. Bubba Thompson is having a great, great start to his season. Another guy to watch out for that could be up. Josh Smith, another guy who's having a good smart to his start to his season. Uh, Davis Wenzel, another guy who is doing well so far this season in A, and they are five and four so far on the season record wise. So they are playing some good baseball. They've lost some close games. Uh, they've had all their games have been pretty close. They've been blown out once, I believe, but all of their games have been pretty close. So that A team is kind of, you know, a lot of guys from Frisco last year and they're looking a lot better last year. The A team was okay. Not great. They're looking a lot better this year with the guys that they have playing there. And of course, all of the big talk for 2022 is double A because of a certain Jack Lighter, who, by the way, goes on Saturday for the Rough Riders for his second start of his professional career. So let, we look at his first start. Well, Cody Bradford is the first. The, the, they've gone all the way through the rotation now for Frisco. They have six starters. They've gone all the way through and they are five and one after the first six games. So I'd say that's a pretty decent start for a team. Their offense has come through when it has to. They've come from behind. Uh, Thanks to the prospect times this morning on Twitter, I saw that they have had a save in all five of their wins. So that's pretty cool. Their games have been close. Uh, They've been doing what they need to win games. Uh, Jordan procession last night hit a three run homer that helped them win the game after, you know, pitching and getting a save in another game earlier this year already. So procession and pitching, if you guys didn't listen, we had him on the show and also talked to him at media day. Both those things were pretty cool. So that is something that, uh, You should go check out if you haven't already. But double A, uh, Cole, excuse me, Jack Leiter did really good in his first start three ERA. He gave up one run in three innings, um, struck out seven. So that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good start. Jack Leiter is as advertised. If you didn't get to see him, I highly recommend either going to Frisco and watching a game next time they're in town that Leiter's pitching or getting the MILB app and you can watch it tomorrow on any device that you can stream the MILB app on. I use that for all of the games I watch. I don't go to very many. When I cover, I go to the games sometimes, but I'm normally covering them through the MILB app, uh, and that's how I enjoy watching those. And you get, you know, if you're listening to them at home, Zach Bigley is really, really good at what he does. He's their media guy and the guy that does their broadcasts. Really fun to listen to, very knowledgeable, very good radio voice, unlike myself. He sounds a really good call in the games. He does a really good job, and... Wanted to give a shout out to him here. And uh, he also has a podcast, by the way, called the writers report, the podcast or writers report, the podcast where he interviews players and coaches for Frisco. It's a great listen. If you haven't listened to it yet, you should go subscribe and check that out as well. All right. Single a uh, high and low both have had pretty slow starts Uh, down east is one and five. And uh, they're they're not looking as bad as that sounds. They're just not really playing together yet. But you got to think, you know low a this is basically your 17 18 19 year old guys just up from you know either high school or overseas and uh these guys are you know they're young they're getting it together and down east of course was great last year went to the championship game was the runner up last year for the championship game but so far this year down east has just not started hot but again Neither have the Rangers, and just because you're six games in doesn't mean things are over. Down East is one and five right now. Um, they have given up thirty-seven runs while scoring twenty-one, so not usually a uh, not usually a, a recipe for success. And then, of course, the Hickory Crawdads, as well, is the other uh, single A team for the Rangers. That is high A, and they have some guys that were on Down East last year that went to that championship game, so. I have a feeling they're going to be pretty good this year. Um, They have started the season uh, at. They have started the season at three and three, so and they are 30 runs for 30 runs against uh, 35 runs against. Excuse me. So, again, not a terrible start, not a fantastic start either. So, you know, Mason Ingler had a rough first outing in in single A high A. That's a guy you should be looking out for. Mason Ingler. We've had him on the show before. He is a guy that has some really good stuff, has figured out ways to pitch through things, and he is a guy I will be looking for coming out of that round and moving to Double A at some point. If not this year, then he'll be there next year. So that is our minor league update for this week, brought to you by, well, brought to you by us right now, but we are looking for sponsors to cover certain things like our minor league report, our weekend review, our This Day in Rangers history, and things like that. So if you are interested or you know a company that would be interested, Uh, You can email us info at therangerreport.com. And speaking of minor leagues, we're still looking for an intern that can cover the Round Rock Express down in Round Rock. We have season press passes for whoever that is. You can cover as many games as you want. And uh, we, again, info at therangerreport.com. Get a hold of us and we will respond and let you know what we would require from you and what we're looking for and how we can help you out maybe if you're going for a journalism degree. So give us a call or a, uh, well, you can call us too, but that's on the website. But uh, also give us a little uh, email, info at com. You know, I really miss CJ on days like this. Doing a podcast by yourself is never as fun as having a buddy to, to fool around with and mess around with and talk to. So hopefully this isn't too painful for you guys just getting some of this information across. All right. I said we were going to talk about this later in the show. Well, now it is later in the show, so let's talk about Jonaheim and the day he had on Thursday with a Grand Slam and another RBI, giving him a career-high five RBI, all off of Shohei Otani. Jonaheim is the first person in history to hit a Grand Slam off of Shohei Otani, so there's that. Uh, it was a pretty pretty decent game for Jonah Heim, I would say, behind the plate, and... He also had that slide back into second where they called him out, and he told him no, 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 and they reviewed it, and he wound up being safe. So Jonah had one of those games that you don't have very often, just an amazing game, had a great, great, great performance in that game last night. It was really good to see, and of course, if you looked at our season preview, the whole time I had Jonah Haim as the backup catcher, Ovo Jose Trevino, and by the way, Trevino is having a good time in New York, doing really well too, which we all love. Um, You know, those guys that are all in New York that we used to have here, we're still fans of those people. And we still want them to succeed, even if we don't want New York to succeed. We want the individual players to succeed. Because let's face it, nobody in this area wants the Yankees to be successful. All right, a lot of talk about Marcus Simeon, who is having trouble at the plate right now. Um, Chris Halleck of Inside the Rangers wrote a great article. He's also the Ranger Report BFF, by the way, I have to mention. He wrote an article about Simeon's struggles and why that's nothing to worry about. So I recommend that you read that if you haven't yet. That is... Uh, that is a great read by Chris, so I'd go check that out. Are you inside the Rangers.com is where you can find that on Marcus Simeon? Yeah, he is struggling, but again, we're six games in. I don't think it's something to be freaked out about. I can recall back in the 2010-11-12 the arena, I don't remember the exact year, David Murphy started off with a terrible offer, and people were basically saying, get rid of him, and then he wound up having a fantastic season for the Rangers that year after he got on track. You know, new team, new organization, lots of pressure on Marcus's shoulders. Um, Anyway, Chris sums it all up pretty well on why it's nothing to really worry about yet. And then a lot of other people are talking about Cole Calhoun and how he might be a bust because he's not hitting well yet. And he's, you know, taking away at bats from these younger players, which while that may be true, I think he's here for a reason. Part of it is his leadership. He made a great catch in right field on Thursday night against the Angels, um, Cole Calhoun is a guy I think that is a that we need to be patient with. I don't think we should rush to judgment and say, "Oh no, Cole Calhoun is having a terrible season. Let's get rid of him." I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I think Cole was brought in for a reason, and I think he's fulfilling that reason as far as leadership goes, and as far as outfield skills go, he still has skills. He's not what he was in the outfield, but he's still skilled. Again, like I said, he made a great catch last night, and then Willie Calhoun is off to a pretty hot start, which I'm happy to see. He legged out a double last night that was really good to see. Um. At the plate, he played some outfield last night. I think he'll mostly be DH, but of course, they're using Mitch Garver as DH, some too, when Jonah Heim is in to catch. So it's been pretty interesting so far. The season, like I said, two and four. You know, the Rangers, of course, blew the 7 0 lead in the first game of the season, and uh, they've blown other leads like that as well. They also have, you know, come from behind to beat Toronto. And then last night with the Angels, they, they came down from 2 0. To uh, win the game ten to two or ten to five. I'm sorry, I forgot they gave up some runs in the uh, later innings. The bullpen did, but so far overall, I'm pretty happy with this season. I, I I gave them 72 wins was my goal. I'm still sticking with that. I think they can they can improve by about 12 wins over last season. A lot of people think they can improve by a lot more. I hope you're right and I'm not, um, because I'd love to see them win more games. Obviously, and, and get up to that 80 mark or so. But I, with the team they have and with the way they're going to be moving pieces around. I personally just don't see it right now. And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Ranger Report podcast at the Ranger Report on Twitter. You can always send us tweets, go back and forth with us. And, of course, we now have a Twitter spaces, they're called. So go look that up and become a member. We talk during games. We talk at random times. I put up polls. We do all kind of things on there that you can enjoy and hopefully have fun with. So with that being said, We'll be back next week. we got some big guests coming up over the next few weeks that you guys are going to enjoy. So this is an in-between podcast where you're stuck with just at BD 75. So hopefully if you made it this far, God bless you. Thank you. It's a shorter podcast, but if you made it this far, you obviously really like the Rangers and you're willing to put up with me talking for almost 20 minutes. So I appreciate everybody out there Uh, at BD 75 to follow me at CJB underscore RR. To follow CJ, and we will talk to you guys next week on the Ranger Report podcast. As CJ would say, deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.